Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. John Kelly, the TV voice of the Blues, joins us here on 101 ESPN. JK, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Randy. How are you guys? Everything's good. I want to start with this. As the Blues play back-to-back against Calgary with the Flames in town for the second time tonight, you're a pro and you work exceptionally hard. Is the job easier in a situation like this where you have a back-to-back or when when you have a playoff series? You know Calgary very well anyway, but you just saw them on Tuesday. Is your preparation for tonight any different than it is for a team that you haven't seen for a month? Yeah, it's a lot It's a lot easier, quite honestly. And it's like a playoff series, you're right. And, you know, you, you already have your notes on the players and things like that, and, you know, you can update them and, you know, we'll go to the morning skate today and update the stories and the lines and things like that. But, yeah, um, compared to, say, doing a game that you haven't seen a team for three or four months, it's probably about, you know, 50% easier to, to do a game like this. And, and calling the game, Randy, um, it, it's a lot easier, obviously, because you just saw them two nights ago. So, Hey, John, are you all at all surprised by uh, their play since Vladdy and O'Reilly have gone down to injury? Well, you know, I think, Kerry, in one respect, a little bit because of, of the depth of competition. I mean, the Blues on that road trip, they, you know, won some games in some tough buildings, including Toronto and Minnesota, and, and the Calgary Flames are, are a good team as well. So, um, But I think I said this a couple of weeks ago when the injuries happened, is that oftentimes when a team experiences key injuries and multiple injuries um, for a short time, you know, the work ethic, number one, goes up, and you can sustain that. Um, obviously, long-term, you're going to feel the impact of their losses. But, you know, I think that the players and the team feels like you're going to be embarrassed if you don't work hard because you're, you're missing all these key players. So, um, yeah, I think the work ethic has gone up, and that's certainly helped the Blues in, in the short term here. And obviously, we were all concerned about the the goals against and it's been an issue for the Blues but it seems like just from a systemic standpoint with these kids that have come up from Springfield there is a little bit more structure yeah I I think overall the Blues in the last you know three or four weeks really since that road trip before Christmas Randy they they've been a better defensive team Um, now they're still allowing a, a, a lot of goals on on some nights I mean they allowed a lot of goals on that last road trip until the shutout in Minnesota. I, I think the other night against Calgary was a 
was a stark example of, of what you can do when you work hard. And to me, in the first two periods, the Blues weren't nearly as engaged as the Calgary Flames. And the Flames, to me, they owned the corners and the boards, and they won the 50-50 puck battles. In the third period, the Blues came out, and they turned that around. And they were the better team, obviously, and they came back and scored those two goals and, and really had another goal that was called back. But to me, you know, defensive play, a lot of it, you know, it is structure, and it's more structured than it, it ever has been before, Randy and, and Kerry. But to me, a lot of it's hard work, and it's just paying the price. And I think the Blues in the third period the other night, they paid the price, and obviously it led to those goals and, and didn't allow any goals in their own net. Hey, you and uh, Panger were talking about that second period. It seemed like the, the Flames were in the blue zone often and, and putting a lot of pressure on them but were, weren't able to score any goals. How do the Blues prevent those type of scenarios from happening where you know they can get out of their zone and, and get into the offensive zone and, and put pressure on the opposing teams as opposed to facing that much pressure during one period? Well, I really think, again, it comes down to two things. It comes down to execution when you're under pressure. And the Calgary Flames under Daryl Sutter, they have a, a really big team, big forwards. They try to really forecheck hard and physically knock you out of the ballpark. So you have to execute well and make you know good, good decisions in your own zone and, and good passes. And I thought in the third period, the Blues did a better job. So, again, I think that's the number one is execution. And, and, again, it's paying the price and working hard and, and winning puck battles. I mean, if you're at the game or you watch the game on television, you know, how many times does the puck go to the corner or go to the wall or whatever, and two guys fight for it, and it's a puck battle. So, I mean, if you win the majority of the puck battles, you're probably going to do pretty well in the game. I, I know it's simplifying things to a degree, but – that's what it comes down to. It's execution and puck battles, and um, that's especially against a team like Calgary that, that likes to, to really be in your face in all three zones, it's important to do that. John Kelly, TV voice of the Blues, with us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. And for those that aren't aware of it, J.K. literally grew up around or following the Blues. And with that as a backdrop, John, I said the other day, yesterday, to Kerry, and I asked Bernie Federko, if there have ever been three more gifted players together on the Blues than Kairou, Thomas, and Buchnevich. When you look at the skill level, now I'm not talking about quality of play yet, but when you look at the skill level, the closest I can come is Bernie, Mullen, and Gilmore. There haven't been many threesomes that can play like this that have the ability that these guys do. Yeah, um, obviously you can't leave out um, Brad Hall and Adam Oates when they were together. Now, you mentioned three guys, so... You know, they played with different players, Randy, but, you know, that's a good point. And those three guys have, as you said, they have the ability to to beat you with, with shots. And as Kyra did the tying goal the other night, and, and their passing is just incredible. And, and I think that's the thing that separates that line and that threesome is all three guys see the ice so well, and they're all smart players. So I think it's a lot of fun to, to watch that. Obviously, they had a great third period. I think at times they pass up shots, as, as we have documented, as, as you guys know if you watch the games. Um, but, you know, they're really fun to watch. So I, I think in Blues history, as far as, as you said, as pure skill, they're certainly right up there with any 
any trio. Hey, John, that fourth line uh, seems to play with so much energy, and, and Alexandrov getting his second goal of his career, uh, it seems to be the, the type of goal that would, would make Craig Berube smile, you know, a shot on on net, on goal, and, and following up and getting the rebound and putting it in the back of the net. What have you seen from that fourth line, and what have you seen from, from Alexandrov in his first few games? Well, I, I've been impressed with him, and, you know, that's what I just was talking about with the, with the Cairo line, is sometimes they don't shoot the puck. And that goal the other night by Alexandrov was a prime example of why you should shoot the puck and play a direct game, especially when you are behind in the game and you need goals. I mean, Santini put a harmless shot on goal, and Markstrom coughed up a juicy rebound, and you know Alexandrov goes to the net and he knocks it in. So what I've seen from that line is they've been really good together, and I think in, in particular Torpchenko has picked up his game. Um, you know, remember he he had surgery last year and and missed camp, didn't play any preseason games, and then had a tough start. I think primarily because of uh, of missing camp, and then he went down for a while, and then in the last month or so, he's he's the player that he was a year ago. So I, I think that he's picked up his game, and Tyler Pitlick has been a better player in the last three or four weeks with that line. So maybe you know you always talk about chemistry and things like that. And maybe those three, for whatever reason, have developed chemistry. And who knows what we have here going down the going down the road. But they've been really good. And I know Bruby likes to use them um, like he did in, in, you know, 19 with that Steen line. Um, he likes his fourth line. So if they can give him and the Blues some good minutes, that's fantastic. Finally... John Kelly's dad, Dan Kelly, if he wasn't the best hockey play-by-play man in history, he was, as Tony LaRusso would say, tied for first. And, John, I know you and your family were thrilled a couple of days ago to find out that your dad has been elected to the National Sports Media Association Hall of Fame. And it's great to keep the Dan Kelly name and legacy alive so that more people are aware of how great your dad was. Well, thanks, Randy, for the kind words. Yeah, when I was called about a week ago and was told that he won that honor, um, obviously, it was fantastic news, and um, there will be an induction ceremony in June in South Carolina. So it's it's unbelievable, really, when you consider that he's still winning awards and going in the Hall of Fames, Randy, and he, he passed away in 1989. So um, his legacy and his talent and all his great work lives on to this day, which is unbelievable. And I'll say this, and you're aware of it, but your dad was a terrific football announcer. He was a terrific baseball announcer. He did Cardinal games in addition to hockey. And I produced Dan Kelly on Sports Open Line and still one of the great pros ever. Your dad was not just a hockey announcer. He was just a great professional broadcaster. Well, it's nice of you to say again. I I agree. I think especially football, you know, talking about other sports, he was a, he was an excellent football announcer. As a matter of fact, one year he was one of the, the CBS announcers um, that worked every week on NFL football games. But yeah, I remember those days, especially with uh, my dad and Bill Wilkerson doing the games, Mizzou or Big Red games. Uh, a lot of fun. I spotted for him many nights, Randy, um, sitting next to him in, in the booth. And he was a terrific football announcer. Well, we're, we're glad that he's being honored again. And, J.K., we're always honored that you join us on Thursday mornings here on 101 ESPN. And we'll be tuned in tonight on Bally Sports for the Blues and the Flames. Okay, guys. Thank you. Talk to you later. That is John Kelly, the TV voice of the Blues, joining us on the opening drive.